You're listening to The Fit Female Project. I'm Maz. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey. We've helped hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start. As your coaches, we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life. Head to our website, www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community. It's really, really good. Or check out our Instagram at fitfemaleproject. Now, let's get to work. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Fit Female Project. I'm here with Chelsea. Hello, everybody. And we want to dive straight into one of the most common questions we get asked from clients, which is, why am I not losing weight? Yeah, really good place to start, I think, Maz. (laughs) What a great idea from us. (laughs) We just get asked this so many times by clients that think that they're doing everything they can, and they often are. They're working really hard, killing themselves in the gym, sticking to a really good diet, and nothing seems to be working. And it's like they're banging their heads against a wall and not knowing where they're going wrong. Yeah. And it's really important to know that us talking about this, that we're not, (laughs) when people are saying, I can't lose weight, we know you're trying like people are just like that's why people then go this is me now I I I can't lose weight and and who was it that said to us the other day said I before I started this plan um I felt like this was me and I was really unhappy with myself yeah it's what it was one of our clients and they said that they thought that they were at a set point and it's such a misconception that your body has like a set point no this is where I get stuck. I can't lose any more than that. And it isn't actually true, but it's just you haven't been taught some tools and some tips and some tricks um, to guide you on how you can see the progress that you want to see. And that's really what we want to do, just provide as much value as we can to help you on this journey that seems so frustrating yeah let's start from from the very beginning the best place to start with alcohol and drinking no not alcohol i'll talk about that drinks that's the chelsea's favorite topic i'll start with the healthy side let's talk about juices smoothies coffees all of the delicious things that we think that we're having which are good for us which are labelled health drinks, full of vitamins, full of minerals, protein drinks. And a lot of the time we forget liquid calories. We always think about the calories that are in our foods, but it's so easy to forget about all of those extras that we're having that can really pile on to your daily calorie intake. I know, for example, a lot of people will stop off at a coffee shop on the way to work, grab a cappuccino or a Starbucks and have maybe have some syrups in it and something to make it really yummy and delicious and sort of forget about it uh, because it wasn't something that you ate. Yeah, yeah. And again, like, I think that people, lots of people also say, I don't eat much. And that's when we, we forget about the, the liquid calories that we're having and how, and when we say liquid calories, we're talking about drinks, coffees, oils, sauces, all things like that. You just kind of completely forget about those. And if you're not 
being aware, if you're not aware of those, and that's where your calories can be adding up. We are not about promoting cutting things out completely. We are all about the swaps. So, Maz, what's a good coffee swap for if you if you are somebody that likes to have like a high calorie, sugary drink from Starbucks? So, I would recommend trying to switch out your milky coffees for something like a white americano. You can almost um, half your calorie intake if you're getting a large latte every single day if you're going for a um, white americano if you do like that sweet taste loads of them do sugar-free syrups now yeah. so always ask if you are getting a syrup syrup sugar-free all the way and another thing to think about when you're looking at shakes and smoothies is that other bits that go in there such as nut butters, yogurts, anything to make it thick and creamy and delicious. Usually they are packed with calories and you're not even realizing. You know, a lot of time you, people go to exercise classes and on the way out they get given a shake or they'll order a shake. And honestly, that shake that you're having after the class is probably more than what you've just burnt in the class. And it's just such a shame because you wouldn't even think of that as being detrimental to your goals. Yeah, that you think you're making a good swap because you're having that instead of having a meal, you know, and mean, meanwhile you're starving as well. But you actually maybe could have had a a, a sandwich which, could, which maybe would have been more... <laughs> exciting to eat and uh maybe even less calories to be honest if you got like if you picked up a prayer egg egg sandwich or something what are they like 250 or just um, just just under 300 calories i think decent amount of protein you're probably thinking i'm not having a sandwich i'm not gonna have that but you shake it meanwhile it's like 350 you know so it's being aware of the the calories yeah definitely and and things like that and then even Mm. i love a black americano now cannot I have never been able to stomach a black Americano. Got to have a little bit of milk in there for me. Mm. <laughs> and I always say, used to say that to clients. They're like, do you think I should cut out my milk? I'm like, listen, a little dash of milk is not going to be, <laughs> is not going to make or break this for you. Yeah. However, a couple of lattes a day might be the thing that pushes you over into your surplus. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to talk about um, your favourite topic, Chelsea? <laughs> I'm making you sound like an alcoholic. I know. I'm like, where have I ended up with the alcohol, guys? Like, are you doing too much? Come on. No, I just... Uh... <laughs> so let's talk about alcohol. So if you are somebody that does like a drink... Um, there's some really good hacks. So you can make some swaps. Swapping high calorie sugary cocktails for lower calorie drinks like, um, you know, a spirit with slimline uh, soda or tonic or, um, oh, do you know what's really good? I really like them. Um, Those seltzers. Have you had one do of those? Like them? Oh, yeah, gosh, we're I, so different, Maz, aren't we? I know. We are yin and yang. Not for me. Absolutely I, not. What? But they don't taste like anything. Well, exactly. So then I'm like, what's the point? I'd rather have a Get sparkling flavoured water. Get drunk, Maz. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to have about 50, wouldn't you? 
No, I'm not joking. There's ones that uh, first time I had them was in New York with my friends Tom and Lindsay, and um, oh, I can't remember what they're called. White claws. That's it. They're a bit of a meant to be a bit uh, yeah. trashy drink. We had like two of them, and we were like buzzed. Anyway, um, but a favour of mine is like tequila, soda, lime, things like that can really, really help you uh, save calories. And then drinking some water in between drinks can slow you down. Um, and then also something that will really really help if you are somebody that has like that midweek glass of wine when they're cooking that doesn't really need it cutting those midweek drinks out can be an absolute game changer and you probably won't even notice a lot of it is habit um so so getting rid of those will also make you feel nice and clear for the next day and not feel a little bit hungover what else have i missed anything with the alcohol well, we're saying this as girls that like to go out with our friends and have a drink at the weekends. Yeah. So this is stuff that we've learned ourselves. And one of the things that I have brought in is not ordering a bottle because if a bottle's there in front of you and you're splitting it with a friend, you're just going to keep topping up your glass. Yeah. I, I would. So I think it's it's worth just buying separate drinks. Then you can slow everything down, not get not get caught up in it. Yeah, and, and not, um, I think that cheaper. is one thing that can help. You know, so I feel like, no. <laughs> I feel like oh, should we get a bottle? It's cheaper. It's not. I don't think it is. <laughs> it's definitely not. If you do the maths, I think that they're having us on there. Oh, they are. But yeah, so again, it's all about making swaps and we are not, we would like to keep it real. We socialise, lots of people socialise with drinks and things like that. But you can literally make those swaps and save hundreds, if not thousands. Definitely. Okay, next topic. I'm eating healthy, but consuming too many calories. So this is going back to what we were sort of covering on the shakes. A lot of the time, some of our biggest health foods, which are extremely good for you and full of nutrients and amazing things for your body, are actually really high in calories. So avocados, nuts, hummus, oily fish, all of these are extremely calorie dense and we just need to be conscious of portion sizes of those foods because although that they are marketed as healthy if fat loss is the goal calories are king at the end of the day and it's often going to be those foods when everyone says to us I'm eating really well you absolutely are but you're just eating too much of the right thing <laughs> yeah that sucks isn't it i've seen this is cute little um picture have you seen it of an avocado looking at itself in the mirror and he goes he says i'm fat but i'm good fat <laughs> yeah it is good fat it and is. it's really important you know fats are really important we're not for one minute saying to cut these out but we're just saying to be conscious and we teach you how to track them and how to be conscious of your consumption yeah absolutely and it's um we, if anything we want you to on if you're joining us at fit, fit female project uh, you would know how um much we talk about eating whole foods and we want you to eat 
good things. But again, if you're already eating those good things and you think that, say for example, you're somebody that maybe didn't eat that well and then you've gone, I'm just going to eat healthily now and then you're still not seeing results from eating healthily, then it will be because you're still eating too many calories. Yep. And also marketing plays a really big role in all of this. All of the companies have caught on to the fact that if they put healthy protein, low sugar, all of these buzzwords on the front of their packaging, then they're going to be bought. Like if you go into even a coffee shop and see a nut bar um, by the counter, you often think, well, that's going to be healthier than a chocolate bar. When in reality, it may be higher in calories. That's so true. It's so hard to know like what, that's why it's really good to be able to read food labels and understand how much, the, the biggest thing I, I can't bear is the protein bars that are not, have, they have no protein in them. I'm like, you're lying to us. Like, how, I wonder how many grams of protein a protein bar needs in order to be called a protein bar. Maybe there's no rules on it. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the regulations are. Maybe we should look into it. Yeah. That is, um, yeah, it's such a good point. Like just learning about your food is just the first step for all of this. Yeah. Learning what to eat, how much to eat. Um, and that kind of education leads us on to our next topic, which is weekend blowouts. Yeah. As we all know, <laughs> there are so many people that can go through the week saying, I've been so good. I've not eaten anything bad. I've not snacked at all. I deserve to go out and have a great time. Yeah. And you do. You really do. But I think that we need to be aware. And again, it's this, this is like a check-in for you to be like, okay, do what what are my weekends like if you are a party gal like me then are you like just all or nothing is that what you're going for like you just make say for example you go out on a friday night get really drunk have dinner with your friends then the next day you wake up and you're like i've fallen off the wagon I'm going to just keep going and I'm going to not move the next day because I'm hungover and I'm going to get a takeaway and I've messed it up on Saturday so I'm also going to mess it up on Sunday so that's three of your days where it's just gone like downhill for all the work you've put in Monday to Friday till lunchtime. <laughs> mm. You say something really nice about budgeting and calorie budgets and sort of weekly calorie budgets as well can you talk about that a bit? Yeah so think of your calories and your macros as like as like an allowance as money and how you choose to spend that is is up to you but um when you if you sign up with us or if you if you track your calories or your macros think of that as your little allowance and then how you choose to spend that is up to you um but i think the the most important and again we're not saying that you have to stop doing all of these things completely but just being aware and being like actually I should get get back on the bandwagon as soon as possible. So instead of going, I've I messed it up, I'm going to start Monday. No, what do we say to everyone? We're like, start now. You are only one choice, one decision away from getting back on track, 
have a nice breakfast, get back on it straight away and you will definitely not have caused as much damage as you think. And sometimes by restricting so much during the week, so imagine you're not having that extra snack in the evening, you might be saving yourself, you know, 200 calories a day, for example. So then for the Monday to Friday, you've got 1000 calories, which you're in a deficit by great, you're on track with your fat loss goal, that can so easily be blown by some food after a night out for example everyone's going by the chippy you're going to pick up a takeaway and there's your thousand calories straight back on so you're spinning your wheels you're working so hard during the week and it's just one it could even be one meal that is going to tip you over and that is the that is often the sticking point for people once they understand that it's like right okay I've made this sacrifice during the week I'm now not gonna sort of blow it all at the weekend yeah yeah and I think um some hacks as well like it for if you do feel like you may be gone over your your calories and stuff is you know moving more start be active things like that can really make a difference and then and yeah me starting your day off with a workout starting yourself with some mu- um, music some movement so, and, and music actually why not um but also <laughs> adding in you know starting you having a nice breakfast with protein in and all those things but we do not operate lots of people say oh what do you think about cheat days <laughs> cheat days are the worst possible thing and I used to do cheat days where Sunday I'm like, why did I ever think in my head that my body wouldn't be like, okay, Charles, it's Sunday, so just have whatever you want because that doesn't mean you're going to put weight on. Of course that doesn't work. Like, why did I think that? (laughs) Yeah, it just promotes that like binge restrict, binge restrict. We're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break, um, but we're not sponsored yet. So we've decided to promote ourselves. Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. Should we go on to the next topic? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Next, let's do it. very proper on a podcast Uh, next is unintentional grazing oh fridge picking office picking all of that yeah guilty guilty i think it started during lockdown let's blame it on lockdown let's blame everything on lockdown i think when everyone started working from home you're now sitting so close to the kitchen. A lot of people have work from their kitchen tables and the cupboards are just calling to them. There's one thing that I always like to implement, which is HALT. You have four letters and each of them represents an, a thought process that I want you to go through before you start to snack. So the H is, am I hungry? Am I actually needing food? Because if you are, no packet of crisps, no biscuits, no amount of snacky things are going to fulfill that hole. You should just have a meal. It doesn't matter if it's not technically lunchtime or dinner time. I just think have a proper meal that's going to fill you up. 
The second one is A, am I angry? Is this an emotional response to something? Am I furious and I've decided to try and make myself feel better by going to grab something to eat? Then we have L, which is am I lonely? Which is, I like to think of, am I also bored? Like, am I looking for something to fill my time? And that can be, that's the one I'm guilty of, I think. And the last one is, am I tired? Because a lot of the time we don't like regulate our hormones very well when we're tired and we just go towards that first craving. So sometimes you just need to go brush your teeth and go to bed. Yeah, that's really good. That's so helpful. Really good tips. Mine is like definitely the the nighttime um, snacking for me. So I need to brush my teeth and go to bed. Yeah. Uh, didn't you say as well, like your your downfall is picking at dinners after you've um after you've eaten or after you've prepared a meal and you're putting away like the leftovers for the next day. Yeah. So I'll like prep prep like make dinner for me and Shane and then there'll be like a left you know leftovers and then as I'm clearing up I'm eating the leftovers in the pan and I'm sure I'm not the only person that does this I'm eating it I'm like oh bloody hell there's there's um only one meal left now so I basically had another had another meal as I'm like tidying up when I'm probably I was probably quite happy with where I was at in terms of having my my dinner but went in and had another one in the process of cleaning <laughs> yeah and we often find this with like, mums as well when they're clearing up their kids dinners so they've got like chicken nuggets left or chips or whatever it is and they just pick at that because they've only eaten like half of it and before you know it you've had half your child's dinner as well yeah yeah, so true, so true. What have we got next? We've, so we've done grazing, we've done drinking, weekends, healthy, healthy foods, finishing on, car, let's talk about cardio. Oh, this is a good subject. Yeah, it's not all about, all about, well, this is interesting because this is exercise and food combined, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, Cardio is amazing for your health. It's incredible for your cardio health. It can have amazing mental health aspects to it as well. But one thing we find a lot is that our clients that are doing lots of exercise classes, spending hours on the treadmill or spin bike or whatever it is, are getting really hungry and their appetite is ramping up. And it's like you end up eating more throughout the day because you've got it's just ramped up your hunger I get really hungry after cardio do you yeah absolutely and again we're not telling you to stop doing doing cardio but it's just being aware of um of how your exercise can then impact the amount that you're wanting to eat and your again your hunger levels and I've done definitely guilty of like if I've done a class and this was me all the time before I started strength training actually I would do a lot of um really high impact sessions that where you just kind of would kill yourself and I like I actually still like training like that sometimes I couldn't do it every every day or like every week but it's it's quite fun I enjoy a class like that but 
what would happen was I would be so broken that you then lie on the sofa because you can't move because you're in so much pain. Then the next day you're you're um you, you don't want to move because you're in pain again. So you're out you've actually not moved. So you've done no steps and then you've eaten loads because you're so hungry. Yeah. And we really like to promote a mix of both cardio yeah. and strength training as well because the amount of times I go to the gym and I see women come in, jump on the treadmill. I don't know whether, I think there's another topic in here for us for a different podcast of just still there is a fear of stepping into the weights room and feeling comfortable knowing what they're doing. But I just see them jump on a treadmill, stay on there for 30 minutes and then leave. And I know that they do it every day because they are working really hard. If you were to eat, say, a cereal bar that could be anywhere between 150 and 200 calories. Think about how long that would take you on the treadmill to burn off. If you're trying to burn off all of your meals, all of your indulgences on that treadmill, you're going to be there for hours and hours. And who has got the time? We are too busy <laughs> for that. I do not have time to try and run my food off. No, and you shouldn't be. You should be using cardio as a way to improve your health for the way it makes you feel for your endorphins. And then we strength train to build our shape, to build our muscles, to improve our metabolisms. And we use nutrition as our main tool for fat loss yeah. and steps as our movement. Yeah, so that's a massive focus. And it, it's, it's, we always see that when everybody starts off um, on, on their programs um on the on the projects that's what we're calling it now the projects um and everyone's like but what about the calories that i'm burning we're like no the gym is for shape we don't care how many calories you're burning in your workouts and the uh your food is for weight so we're really focusing on your food and your general output that's the main focus which is an i know is a bit of a strange mind shift for for everybody but but it works <laughs> Yeah. And it has helped a lot of women. They have found it completely transformational and they are enjoying exercise more than they ever have because they don't feel like they're punishing themselves. They're doing it for the love of it and they're doing it yeah. for their health. Yeah. There's something sexy about it's... lifting weights. I love the feeling. Yeah. You don't feel more confident in any other place than when you've just uh, smashed out a weight session and you leave and you're like... Yeah. I've got this. Yeah. Come at me, world. <laughs> I'm sexy. <laughs> I'm sexy with my muscles. <laughs> I hope everyone sings that when they leave the gym. I'm sexy. Who was it? Someone was like, uh, their husband, what did they say to them the other day? It was so cute. They were like, oh, my husband said I was. Oh, my husband told me I was hot. Yeah. Love it. Oh. <laughs> yes. The best. I think that's a nice note to end on. Yeah, me too. We're all hot. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we have provided some value and you've enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you for the next one. Please send us in any topics or any questions that you want us to cover. We're going to ramble a bit like this about anything and everything. So please send them into our Instagram. 
Yes, I love it. And now we're going to leave you with a lovely little uh, a little gift. This is our outro, which we chose a funky tune. <laughs> we found this song. <laughs> we were dancing in the kitchen to it. So we're going to play it in three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches. If you want to join our next six-week project, head to the website now for more info. You will not regret it. Bye.